This episode brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. What's up, everybody? Victory Monday, baby. Welcome back to another episode of the Lineup Podcast. James, Matt, and Andrew with you again to cover another incredible week of Detroit Lions football. Probably the most well-rounded game to line- the Lions have played in recent years. Can't wait to cover this one for you guys. I don't even know where to begin, honestly, but uh, I think it only does it justice by starting off with our head coach, Dan Campbell, where he stands with this organization. Dan Campbell hype wagon, in my opinion, he sold us. Did the locker room reaction after yesterday's win completely confirm that the Dan Campbell hype train is real? How invested are we actually in this coach? My God, that guy was so inspirational yesterday. And it's one thing to have a coach that's really X's and O's smart. You know, you can have you can have a Belichick, you can have McVay, you can have, you know, the smartest of the smart. But to have a guy that the players really love and the players are really invested in is a completely different story. I, the players, you could tell just by that three-minute clip or two-and-a-half-minute clip that those guys love their coach and that coach loves their, like loves his players and truly oh, believes yeah. in truly believes in all his players. You know, uh, and he, he fired him up. And, you know, it's, it's got to – it has to have been a long year for Dan Campbell. You know, so many close calls when it comes to wins and – so many injuries we're having to deal with and having young, having these young guys trying to step up and into these holes. You got to give the guy a lot of credit. And it's just, I don't think there's a soul out there who was, you know, wasn't really moved or upset by the fact that the Lions won yesterday. So, And it's incredible to see the reactions after losses. Everyone's still standing behind him. And now we finally, three months later, four months later, get to see the reactions after the wins. And everyone is, you know, just as hyped as they were just listening to him, all attention on him. You know, he embraces that and just seeing the reaction of the wins finally coming, everything he's been saying, you know, give us time. It's going to come. Everything's coming true. It's only two wins. We get it. But, you know, taking out a team like the Arizona Cardinals sitting atop the NFC, it was just incredible to watch from start to finish that game, you know, play calling offense, defense, the, the recaps and, the reactions in the locker room, everything was just such a sight to see. And it was amazing to see that. And, you know, if anyone was calling for Dan Campbell's job way back when we were winless a few weeks ago, I think that's all settled down now. Everyone's kind of over that. And I'm excited for the future, just seeing that the reactions that he gets and everyone's so bought in. It, it's, it's been amazing. It's been, it's been awesome and very surreal to, to witness, I guess, these last two wins and just being two wins out of, you know, in the last six, two, three, and one in the last six to be exact. I mean, I think, you know, the, the team has his back completely. I mean, you're seeing this like sort of, you know, trickle into like social media now, like the, the players are hyped. They're posting on social media. Like they're all about like highlight videos. Now they're all saying, welcome to Detroit. I love that slogan is coming back a little bit. I mean, I, I get we're two and 11. I mean, the season's dead. So at the end of the day, but I mean, you got to take the good when you can get it. And I mean, it's been, it's been an absolute blast thrill ride to actually be a part of that game yesterday. I mean, I think 
I read something real real quick before the game or right right as it was about to start. It was the lowest attendance the Lions have had like since Stafford. Like draft draft error Stafford. So I mean and that was like I wanna say like they they were low by like seven thousand for like their second worst. So I mean that just goes to show what was expected from that game yesterday. And then to have 44,000 fans in the seat and uh, into the stadium, I should say, in Ford Field, and to have one of the loudest crowds that it sounded like all the announcers were saying that they've heard in Detroit in a while, I mean, that says a lot. I mean, that really speaks volumes to, you know, really what that team did on the field yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, just just the low. You would never, you would never know that the, that the attendance was that low, though. Given how loud that stadium was when they won, <laughs> when when Aurora had that interception, you would never have known that it was the lowest attendance in however many number of years. But three uh, nothing in the first, seventeen nothing at halftime. I mean, you you can't make this up, like at all. Like the first quarter was, you know, I mean, like we drove for almost ten minutes in the first possession, and you know, uh, you know, and we kept that drive going by going for that fake. Um, I mean, we, we almost tried to fake a fourth and three. We didn't go for it. But drill a, drill a field goal, get up get up three nothing. You know, we were playing aggressive. Uh, three nothing after almost, a, you know, a nine and a half minute possession is, is unbelievable. Goff goes six for seven, almost 50 yards on the drive. Get Raymond, two catches. St. Brown, three catches on that drive. It, it's unbelievable. I mean, like, we, we played a perfect football game yesterday. And that's what I said. Like, we haven't played this well-rounded in – Years, I will say years to that because it was so perfect all around. And I mean, special teams didn't miss a thing like 10 out of 10. Defense got the sacks when it needed, got the picks when it needed. And offense played a seamless game, no interceptions. We did, did we have a fumble yesterday? Yeah, we did, right? Yeah, to start the second half, oh, yeah, 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 right, right. I mean, all right, other than that, I mean, they didn't even, I don't even know if they capitalized. I can't even remember at this point. No, they didn't. Oh no, I we mean, picked it right off after. We picked it right off. Yeah, I mean, all the all the times that we thought that they were gonna get back into the game, at least me personally, it's uh, you know, whether we didn't score when it was ten nothing to try to get it a three possession game, uh, fumbling at the start of the second half, the typical things we see as Lions fans, and every time, I thought it was gonna start crumbling and they were gonna start getting back into it. It just, you know, they didn't get back into it. It was, it was, it was something. It's just something that no one. In Detroit seems to be used to, but you know, seeing the small mistakes like the fumble and the defense just picks them right back up, you know, keeps it a three possession game, whatever it is. It was, it was great. You know, no other way to put it. Couple little quick tidbits from yesterday's game. Jeez, uh, Cardinals over four in the red zone yesterday after the Lions gave up five for five against the Broncos in the red zone. So amazing turnaround. Oh, we beat that the streak then. Yeah. Amazing yeah. turnaround that red zone defense. I think a lot of that had to do with Jalen Reeves, Maven coming back. He, you know, playing linebacker again, making some nice plays up front for us. He was he was pretty stout yesterday, and uh, the offensive line gave up zero sacks and only four pressures the entire game to a pretty good front for the Cardinals. So, um, once again, our offensive line coming up big when it needs to, and it says a lot without having Ragnow there. In our offensive line is still playing this this good. That's really really encouraging. It was amazing. <laughs> I feel yeah, I'm, I'm Jonah Jackson happy. was out too. Yeah, I'm more happy from this win than I am from our first. I really am. I didn't, I didn't... Even so, though it kicked us out of the one, the one pick. 
you know, I'm fine with that. Oh, I don't care. Being a team like Arizona, I'll take it any day. Let me just say this about the one pick in the top top four or five. You know, like any other year, I feel like the number one pick would be so coveted. But like we talked about before, like picks one through five right now are kind of – I wouldn't say they're ambiguous because Thibodeau is – he's not a not the greatest number one overall pick, honestly. He's a good player. Um, will he pan out? You know, he's not, he's not like a guy who's going to be like a can't miss. But, um, you know, I feel like this win taught us so much. We can't really be mulling about the, the number one overall pick, you know. We, we learned so much about this team in one game. It's kind of crazy. So whether we get the one, the two, or the three, it doesn't really bother me at this point. So I'm with you. And uh, we stayed healthy yesterday for the most part. Uh, so <laughs> that's another win as well. We, uh, Anzalone, probably the only one going down. Yeah, that's to my true. knowledge. Yeah, he, but. Actually, that came out today. He's out. Um, no, he's been he's been a bruiser for us. I don't think he's like a, a five star, four star playmaker, but you know he's he's a ball hawk. So I mean, you know, he's been he's been everywhere, and uh, you know his you know possession rate, at least being on the field, is is really high. So I mean, that will definitely be a loss at the end of the day. But it's nice that Reeves Maven's back, and you know, again, you could just get some younger guys back in, you know, the linebacker space to just get him some more reps. Um, now, I mean, it brings up the conversation for for next year in the offseason, though. I think Anzalone's on a one year deal. So is that someone that we want to we want to bring him back? You know, if he's kind of captain of our defense right now, and as we're trying to get momentum to to build up, you know, is he someone that we try to bring back or not? But be curious to see that. I feel like just just to be the quarterback of the defense, like he's been he's been pretty solid. I mean, it'd be kind of weird to not have him back. Yeah, I I like his role with us, and and I think he fits in, and I think he he like reminds me of. I don't know, just like his like Goldilocks hair and his, his like just like diving at everything. I feel like that just like reminds me of Dan Campbell. If, you know, like he played defense, he'd just be like going for everyone's kneecaps, like he said in the offseason, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that scrappy type player. I, I, I like him. I'm a fan. I, I, I'm curious what his PFF is actually. Uh, if anyone wants to look that up while we're, while we're chatting. But I, I think, think he had a rough start to the year, but I, I think he's really developed um, metrics and everything wise. Uh, yeah. The second half, so the last even like 10 weeks, 10 games, whatever. I think he's really improved from what I've seen about, you know, from a lot of people. Um, so, yeah, we'd love to have him back once he's healthy. We got to see. Definitely. I mean, the the best thing about yesterday, in my opinion, is we got a lead and we never lost it. And that might have been something new for us this year where it's like we just kept the pedal to the metal and like we capitalized on every mistake of theirs. We really did. And, you know, they failed on a few fourth and goal or fourth and whatever attempts. We got the ball back and we, you know, we did our thing. Um, and thank God Riley Patterson was just like on his on his A game yesterday. I mean, he was hitting everything. He was a huge help to really, you know, make that lead way bigger than it, you know, could have been. Um, even if he missed one or two, I mean, we're talking about a, you know, a one to one and a half possession game you know, at the end. And I mean, if, if that, if that was the case, the Cardinals could have hundred percent drove and changed their game plan up a little bit. But I think once they were officially three possessions out, uh, that's when they threw in the towel and, you know, McCoy took the field. So tops off, uh, you know, I mean, hats off, tops off, <laughs> uh, hats off, hats off to every player on that Lions team, all 53 of them, regardless of how many got in. I mean, they played till the end, they fought to the end. And I mean, that was just five-star Lions football. And I like, I, Happy as I've been in a while. That was just amazing to see. So, amazing day. Amazing day. And now I've honestly just come to 
understand I'm two, the lines are now 2-0 when I go 2-0 in my player projections. So oh, don't tell me, don't say that. Too. Is that really, that, is that really a true stat? It is. It is. We're nev- Drew, we're never going to hear the end of this, Drew. So, <laughs> so. I'll start predicting that they're going to score uh, more than zero points. Well, so if they score, we're going to win. <laughs> no, no. The Lions I mean, will throw two <laughs> passes in the next game. I'll get out we're of going, here. I, I had such We're going 16 and 0. So, okay, so I'll, I'll repeat my prop. So I said Amon Ross St. Brown and uh, Craig Reynolds are both going to go over their yards. So looking on DraftKings all week, literally neither of them had a stat. So I, I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to like go off of fantasy or something. So yesterday Amon Ross came out, uh, his stats came out and said over under 49 yards. He obviously crushed that because uh, he's an absolute stud right now. And then Craig Reynolds – I mean, it doesn't even matter what his over-under was. He rushed for 100 and change. So, I win. I'm 2-0. Lions are 2-0 when they, when they go together. And at this point, I don't want the Lions to win anymore. I really don't because I do want us to get some type of, you know, best talent out there in the draft. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really make a tough pick for later in the show today just, just in case. But I also 100% see the Lions winning next week. <laughs> so, um Andrew, tough prediction. I mean, Zachers, I mean, he had a solid game and he had a ball in the end zone that I don't want to say he should have caught, but definitely had a chance to. And I, that would have really helped me in my fantasy playoff matchup. So I kind of wish he did catch it in hindsight. But I mean, he, he had a good game. Um, he didn't get the touchdown, but I, I just don't think that game script was anything like what I expected for, for most people. So, you know, I'll take that loss and I'll take the Lions win with it. Um, but I, I mean, I think Erd still, he had a pretty solid game for, you know, trying to take uh, DeAndre's spot. Him and Christian Kirk seem to be the two guys that Kyler was relying on. But I'll take that loss and he did. you're catching up. He had 11, he had 11 targets. He had 11 targets. He caught six. I mean, he was due for the end zone. He had an opportunity. I actually, you know, was I texted you when he missed that one in the end zone. I actually really needed that too. I mean, now I have a way tight fantasy playoff right now uh i wish you got in the end zone i wish, I wish you won i'll give you that i'll be the bigger man here I wish you won <laughs> <laughs> matt your prediction absolute slam highlight reel too easy fellas i'm gonna follow it up with another one this week watch and learn by the way listen if Aurora Warrior isn't up for some kind of award for like comeback player of the year or something, or like rebounding player of the year, or most, most improved. improved player yeah. of the year. Uh, so, something's wrong because that kid has done made leaps and bounds in a very short period of time. He's locked in as a corner for us for a very long time, I hope. So, very, very Seems like we're seeing stats. Seems like every week. Like yeah, there's, there's something popping out. He's top four in this, top five in right. this. You know, uh, I mean, wh- whatever it is, it seems like he's having such a great year. You know, in all aspects, it's great to yeah. see. We've been missing the corner Parker. for and AJ quite a Parker while. too. Like we said, our corners with AJ Parker, Jacobs, Warrior, all these guys have shown us something. And you know, we're going to be going into next year, like we said multiple times, with a really good cornerbacker. So, but we're not even thinking of Akuda yet. He's right, got to come exactly. back from his yeah. his Achilles. Yeah, exactly. this is his third season, so he's really you know blossoming into a, a legit cornerback, and and it's finally nice that you know he, you know he didn't have as much you know hype and expectations as Akuda, and maybe that's you know sort of why he's like slipping through the, under the radar. 
right? You know, fifth round right. pick um, out of Penn State, you know, obviously had a really, you know, competitive, you know, collegiate career. And it's just, he needed some time to really, you know, expand his, his skills. And I mean, he is, he's an absolute ball hawk right now. It's, it's, it's great to see that, you know, like imagine losing him as well, like what this team would look like. Uh, I mean, this, this goes, I mean, I, let's just, let's just go right into a pro bowl conversation. I mean, is he, is he pro ball cal pro bowl caliber right now with six picks and, and the, the season he's having? Yeah, I, I think he is a, you know, every year you're going to have one of those, one of those phantom or phony pro bowl guys who has like a fluke season, you know, and they make their way into the pro bowl. This is not a fluke. I don't think he's, I think he's got the credentials to make a pro bowl this year. Yeah, he I mean, might be a little overshadowed by Diggs down in Dallas because he's got what ten or eleven picks right. uh, over this year. 10. Yeah, so then he might be a little overshadowed. Plus, I mean, he's on one of the worst teams in the league record-wise. So I, I think people might not be talking about him, but I, I think he's got to get some credit for what he's been doing, and I hope he does. Whether he's third, it's he's third with all pro efforts. So yeah, I mean, he's, he's doing great. So he's second in the NFC, uh, third in the NFL. J.C. Jackson is seven, so he's just one ahead. So I, I, in my opinion, you know, like he hundred percent has deserved himself to be a pro bowler. I like he, he's playing fantastic football. And I mean, just, just to stay on this conversation, I mean, who else would you nominate right now? I mean, the season's like almost at a close. I mean, Charles Harris has nine sacks. The guy's playing incredible. He's, he's, he's been a great pickup for us. You have Swift. I mean, Andrew, who's your, who's your, like, let's, let's have some fun. Who's like your pro bowl lock for the Lions? I mean, if I'm picking one on our team, I'm taking Jack Fox because he's been great all year. <laughs> That's there's there's no there's no I, I, yeah exactly. So like, who, if 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 we're getting one Pro Bowl guy, is that your guy? I, I mean, I, I don't want to give it to the punter as much as I think Jack Fox has really you know been great for us. Um, it, it's hard to go against Damani at this point. You know that that pick yesterday that was such an amazing play, and just I, I think that took all the momentum anything Arizona had out of it. And I feel like that just kind of sums up his season so far, what he's been able to do. Um, so, I, I mean, Panay Sewell, you know, I think he's had a great season also, but it might be hard to give that to a rookie. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think we got some options for as bad as we are record-wise. Um, I, I hope we do sneak a few guys in because I think that we've shown that, you know, we're competing and we do have some talent. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think Sewell will be the only other option that comes to mind. So, like you said, giving it to a rookie can be a little misleading, a little tough. So, I, I hear you on that. Do you where, where do you think Swift's uh, stands, or do you think this injury is going to impact him from or prevent him from getting to uh, just getting 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 that nominee? Um, that's honestly a really good question. Um, <clears throat> Given the caliber of running backs in our division, how, how good of a year they've had, and they've been able to stay healthy, it's going to be really tough for him to make the Pro Bowl. So, yeah, it, it's it's tough because I mean, like he he was playing lights out football. I mean, he he was so dependent, and uh, he was just an absolute go to guy just for this offense. And now, like, believe it or not, was he he was out for both wins, right? Hundred percent, obviously yesterday, but he he didn't play right. the Vikings either. Yeah, Pro Bowl roster comes out tomorrow, so or Wednesday, so we'll 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 know sooner rather than later. All right. No, I mean again, discussion I think, for I, next week. Yeah, I think we could potentially have 
you know, maybe I think minimum two, two guys. I think that I think that would be great to see. Uh, we're playing second half football, and I think you know that's what's actually making us stand out a little more too. So I mean, we're no longer a total laughing stock in the NFL. So always appreciate that as a fan. Uh, so I mean, all right. So let's just like let's close out, you know, this game from yesterday. Who's your game ball? Who's your game ball going to? Andrew. As much as I want to pick someone on the offensive side of the ball, we had so many great stat lines, so many high performers. I want to just give it to the defense as a whole. I mean, shutting out a team like Arizona, I know they've been struggling lately. They were, I think, 7-0, and and then they went 500 uh, their last six games before us. But, but still, to shut a team out in the first half like Arizona and just keep that going into the second half, you just got to give credit to everyone on that side of the ball, the interceptions, the sacks. Um, so, I mean, I'm not going to name that one person because, you know, it was, it was a whole defensive effort, the entire 11. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm giving it to them to hold them to 12 points. And one was kind of a, a last minute touchdown. It, it was something. So I'm giving it to them. I love that. I, I think that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that would have been my answer too. If, if Drew didn't take that answer, but I, I, I mean, I couldn't agree more with Drew, but, it's it's hard to pinpoint any one person on the offense that that played better than anybody else, right? So, I mean, if I if I had to give it someone not the defense, it would probably be the offensive line or Dan Campbell. I mean, I think I think the win says a lot about Dan Campbell. You know, a lot more about Dan Campbell than what we think. You know, his players are finally buying in. He has these young kids who, are, who have yet to prove them yet to prove themselves buy in. Um, everyone's everyone's loving him as a coach and his players love him and you know it's been a long, like I said it's been a long year for him and to make a statement win like that at home is is something he can really hopefully hang his hat on and build more wins upon so I probably would give the ball to Dan Campbell and if not him the offensive line great performance yesterday so good I'm going with St. Brown I'm in love with Amara right now I mean this guy is Sky is now turning into a wide receiver one for us. And you got to buy you his jersey. Dude, I love him. I love him. I mean, he's he's getting open all the time, and he's fast. He's got good hands. I mean, he's becoming – the trust between those two is 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 unreal. And, I mean, Josh Reynolds is, is even looking like, you know, where did he come from? <laughs> I mean, like, I know they have history from the Rams. I mean, I feel like this guy's single-handedly changed their offense and, and the trust Goff has with, with his passing game. Um but I mean, I'm gonna go with St. Brown just because I mean, like he's playing high level, consistent football, and he's 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 just like you know, lasting out there. He's he's putting up a fight every 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 down. I love it. I love to see it. So you you, you give it to Craig Reynolds too. That guy had a monster game yesterday. 27 carries. It's a tremendous number of carries for oh, any Detroit about line player. Fantastic. Right. And I, and and I well deserved. You get you know, as of today, he just signed to you know, the 53 men roster for the rest of the year. So, I mean, you know, I, I guess you can take that as two things. I mean, is, is one, I think that's obviously well-deserved. I can't, we can't, I don't think we can argue there based on what he's done in the last two games. Uh, but two, does, does that make you worry that Swift is still hurt and, and questionable for this week? Cause I mean, I heard he's coming back to practice, but you know, does that, does that strike any, any fear in your mind? I mean, no, I, at this point, it doesn't really matter, I don't think, right? I mean, 
we got our two wins. You, you know, I don't think a third. I think it hurts us more than it helps us. So if he's hurt, I it only gives Reynolds more of a chance to prove himself to us. You know, so that, I don't think it's any. I don't think it's any harm or any good. I think it's kind of neutral. Yeah, these smaller injuries. You know, you, you don't want to see anyone go down for for an extended period of time. With the place we're at right now, we don't we don't need to win. And as much as I hate being that fan that wants to tank for a draft pick, it's I, I like seeing the next guy step up and seeing what we have on the roster. So seeing the Craig Reynolds come out when Swift is down, things like that, I think it really does help the team overall. So, you know, whether he plays or not, I'm not looking at it. It's a big deal, unfortunately. Fair deal. Fair deal. Um, all right. So, I mean, just other, you know, recent news just that all came out today. So St. Brown tweeted that he's uh, he needs to participate in NFL's random drug test. He got a text, I guess, after his monster game last night. So uh, we're we're going on notice. We're going on notice. We're trying to trying to make some impact in this league and actually make a name for ourselves. I like that. So um, how, how lions would it be if he came back with like three types of anabolic steroids and a beaver tranquilizer in his system? How beaver, lions would that be? Beaver tranquilizer. Uh, that would be so lions esque. That really would be. Thinking we have some little natural you know, scrappy guy that's going to be the next big thing for us to then, you know, goodbye, season's over. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. Please. And Josh Reynolds steps up. Josh Reynolds becomes – He's got to turn it to my guy. You get Amon Ra, I get Josh Reynolds. Dude, he's, he's the man. I can't, I can't complain about them at all. Um, other news, you know, Anzalone, we, we went through, already done for the year, so another linebacker down. Uh, Goff joins the COVID list. Uh and also was nominated for the Air Player of the Week. So that's his second time in of recent weeks. So that, that's awesome. I mean, he did have a really nice stat line, three scores. Uh, so a little worrisome in case, you know, this stretches over to Sunday. Uh, they haven't come out and said if he's positive or not. Uh, could just be some cross-contact or, you know, uh, precautionary. Uh, we, we, have, we have some work to do if he's not playing Sunday. <laughs> hey, when when I see Tim Boyle starting, that means I'm seeing the number two pick falling right to us. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, at this point, I wouldn't hate it. You know, yeah. Get Goff healthy and, you know, keep us in the top one, two, three, something there. Yeah. So we own number two right now. Um, I would like to keep it that way just to, I don't know. Just, I, I, I want, I want one of the two guys. I think, even though Matt said, you know, the first five, I think is still a safe pick, but I think having the top two is, is still a win. You can still get another, you know, level up caliber player in, the, in that one, two spot. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, just to pretty much stem off of what we're talking about, you know, two and two, three and one in our last six, I think that's, you know, it's basically 500 football. Uh, can't, can't say anything bad about that based on this roster. And yesterday, the coolest thing was, we, you know, we're, we're, the Lions are always known for breaking a record on, you know, the, the negative side, right? So here we are finally getting something that actually is a good thing for us and bad for the Cardinals. So first time ever, a one-win team beat a 10-plus win team by double digits. So. That's something. Really, really shocked the world yesterday. Um, and then, Matt, your, your stat that you saw for St. Brown, what was that again? Oh, St. Brown, yeah, he's uh, he's the – what was the stat? Ah, 
he's number one all time in Lions rookies for catches, which is kind of crazy to think about, right? We have all the great receivers we had. Most catches in a rookie season for a Detroit Lions player. The good thing with that, he's he, he's had no competition. You're <laughs> really getting reps. Right. So I think that's definitely helped for him. Uh, but I mean that's that's amazing to see. And I mean, forecasted for the future, we can hopefully see him grow that much more. So I love seeing that. All right, so on to Atlanta Falcons. Lions, you know, even after a fantastic dub, uh, we're still probably, you know, plus 240 in that area. Uh, Falcons are minus 300. I think that's a super high <laughs> odd. That's actually absurd. That's the number? Yeah, yeah. I'm going off wow. a fan duel from just earlier today. That's fucking disrespectful as shit. We're getting a touchdown. <laughs> We're getting a touchdown. We're plus seven. So, it's a teaser play all day. Yeah, I love that. Uh, the over-under is not available yet, uh, but I did see on DraftKings that they had theirs at 42. So uh, we'll see what comes out there. But, I mean, I mean, seven, is, is that maybe because Goff is potentially out? I, I, I think that might factor into it. Yeah, um, we can see in a few days what the update is with him and if the, the line is changing or anything. But I mean, we've seen Tim Boyle so far this year and has not been pretty. So, what about David Blau? What's going on with David Blau? He's on the practice squad. That's insane. Tim Boyle beat him out. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm taking a take a Lions cover, assuming golf's in. So, wow. Okay. Is, that your, is that your official prediction? No, it's not, it's not a player prop. Come on, James, grow a pair. No, 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 that's we, we do player props. No, 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 they cover they cover plus seven hundred percent. Okay, hundred percent with God, hundred percent certainty. Okay, hundred percent certainty. I got I got to I got to think of my player props still. I got Andrew up first, so uh, <laughs> just throw it to Andrew until you think of one, right? No, no, that's I'm, fine. Trying, I'm trying to think. Of, so. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew's on a, Andrew needs a comeback win here. So, Andrew, who do you got? Come on, Drew. All right. So, if if DeAndre Swift is out, then I'm going – Reynolds is going over 80 rushing yards, and I think he finds the end zone. Keep, keep feeding the hot hands. You know, he's, he's getting his touches. He's looking great while he's doing it. So, over 80 with a score if Swift is out. But if Swift is in, then I want – two turnovers on defense preferably picks but you know i'll take anything so, so is, two turnovers is this, a, is this a parlay or i mean I, I can't say reynolds is going for 80 in a score if deandre swift's in the lineup so i that's what it is if swift is not there but if swift comes back then i'm saying two turnovers on the defense i'll give you i'll give you two wins if you parlay that and get it right but if you lose you get two losses <laughs> I mean, time to, set, time to sack up, Drew. Come was on it now. week sixteen? I might as well take it. You're you're getting hot, so I, I got to try to jump in front. I don't know. I think you're in first place still. We have to go back for some some standings. We go back and check. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right I'll, I'll shoot I, it to I, Matt. I think I think we hundred percent pick, or at least cause two force two turnovers off of Matt Ryan. I think that's I think that's an absolute lock. I think that's a great pick, actually. So. Good call. Uh, Matt, what do you like on Sunday? You know, there's one guy that's been getting touches every week, 
that people want to see more of him. And I do too. It's no, it's not Tom Kennedy. It's not Aquip UK. It's Jamar Jefferson. Yeah. Okay. So. Killing my prediction. Killing it. Well, listen. (laughs) Listen, Jefferson, when he does get the ball in space, he's very creative. I'm willing to give him that much. I'm going to say Jamar Jefferson has over, over 45 yards rushing next week. I just want to throw this out there to save yourself from a loss. Jamal Williams has to be back this upcoming week because he was only on the COVID list. He had no physical injuries. How about this? Jamar Jefferson touchdown. I'll sweeten the pot. I also like to live dangerously. As you wish, sir. I don't have any fear. Jamar Jefferson touchdown. My favorite Austin Powers soundbite of all time. Go ahead. Like to live dangerously. I also like to live dangerously. Don't worry. That'll be there and I'll be right in that spot. Jamar Jefferson, over 40 yards rushing and a TD. Okay. I'm growing a pair. That guy has been getting touches. Do for one. Give that man one. Let's go. What? What an idiot. Oh, what a loser. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go with a tight end touchdown for the Lions. Danger's my middle name. Uh, No idea who's going to get that ball. Brock Wright. uh, Whatever the other guy's last name is. uh, Zelstra. So I want one of them in the end zone. Shane Zelstra. Thinking that without Hawkinson anymore is that, that's a bold take. Yeah, I think I don't know. I think they do. Goff's got to put some points up, moving the ball around, and you know, again, Matt, your over under last week of uh, six receivers was was a was a hit. I think it was seven. So I hit that one too. Huh? Do I get a half point for that one too? Come on now. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yes, sir. I got to go back and check the tape on that one. No, the tape. No, he was right. Tape is clear. He was right. All on the field stands. <laughs> All right, lines up. Here we go. Bouncing off into Atlanta. Tune in next week. Let's go Lions. Let's stay hot. Talk to you later. Go Jamar Jefferson.